Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epteen with the Direct Impact Podcast. I'm so happy to be with you guys today. We are going to be talking about a topic that is kind of near and dear to my heart because I just really believe in it. I believe in the importance of rituals and routine and daily practices and how that goes about changing life. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about is rituals and routines and the power um, behind that. So, all right, uh, without further ado, I'm just going to dive right in. So we are, as human beings, um, creatures of habit. Would you agree? Yes. Yes, I would agree. We're creatures of habit. So we, we tend to gravitate back towards the things that are comfortable to us. And we could have a philosophical conversation all day long about this, but you know, I'm a psychotherapist and I, you know, really am in the camp of neurobiology. So I will tell you that I believe that it's about our neural pathways. And when we do things over and over and over and develop a comfortability to it, those neuropathways strengthen and strengthen and strengthen. So it does become, you know, a downhill behavior or a downhill process, which means it's pretty easy. We've got that momentum going, you know, you've probably walked down a hill and before you know it, man, you're jogging, you're running. (laughs) You might even eventually wipe out. (laughs) But, you know, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about being creatures of habit, building unbeknownst to us sometimes, neuropathways that strengthen and strengthen with use over time. And that's true with any of our behaviors. So a lot of our routines and daily practices really are unhealthy ones if we want to take an honest look. And that's what I invite you to do, Direct Impact. You know, I just, I want our listeners to walk away from our episodes every week in a reflective manner and just be like, hmm, (laughs) what is one thing that I can take away from this episode? And today I want you to walk away looking at what are those habits or rituals, or you could even call them hangups if they're unwanted behaviors, but what are those things that have developed as a pattern over time? What are those neural pathways that we want to pay attention to? You know, because they've become habits and maybe they're habits that we just want to take out of our lives. All right. So please, you know, as I'm walking through this today, I just want you to take an inventory Um, a silent inventory of some of the routines that you might want to put a stop to. Because they're routines nonetheless, whether they're healthy or unhealthy. So what are some of the unhealthy routines, perhaps, that you have built over time that have become very, you know, second nature, downhill patterns of behavior? So for a lot of people um, that I talk to, um, alcohol is one of those. Alcohol consumption, marijuana, Um, drugs, whatever it is, it could be unwanted sexual acting out behavior, it could be pornography, it could be lots of different things that have started to creep into our life. And as those neural networks strengthen, 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 it just becomes easier, easier and easier. And eventually it can become quite addictive. 
Now, for the purpose of today, we're just going to be talking about, you know, behaviors and um, routines that have kind of just gotten away from us. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have become addictive yet. Maybe it's not an addiction, but it's definitely something that we could pay attention to early on and be like, wow, you know, that's not necessarily the day I want, you know, the way I want to end every single day. I don't necessarily want to come home from work and be like, hmm, I can't wait to pour that first glass of wine. And I'm not really there and I'm not really present and I don't really feel great the next day, <laughs> you know. So there's just certain things that we want to start to pay attention to without any shame. This is just an opportunity to get curious, to be mindful and to say, all right, there's some rituals and routines that I have in my life that maybe don't really get me to where I want to be. You know, we all make these goals. A lot of people do New Year's resolutions and things. You know, I honestly, when I look at it, I think that a lot of people fail within the first 30 days. I hate that word fail, but fall back on their good intentions in the first 30 days because of this right here. They have these unwanted, unhealthy routines in place with these very strong neural pathways fighting against their annual goals against their resolutions, against what they really want for themselves. So I just feel like it's important to talk about. So how do we combat this? Well, first we sit here and we talk about it. We take an inventory of our patterns of behavior. What is our what does our day look like? What is our AM routine? What is our day look like throughout the week? What is our weekly routine? What is our evening routine? And, you know, just spend some time with it and see, you know, what are some things that we can tweak and change? All right, for the better, tweak and change for the better. So it's just an opportunity to look, to recognize, and then we'll talk about maybe some healthy things that we can implement instead. Now that's really challenging. Right now we're just looking, we're just getting curious, we're just being mindful, and we're doing so without any type of toxic shame that says I quote unquote should know better. <laughs> Look, we all know better and we still participate in all these behaviors every day. That's all right. That's all right. This is human nature and we're just taking a look at it. So zero shame, zero shame moving forward. Listen up, Direct Impact Nation. You know how important routine, structure, consistency, and accountability is on the road to recovery and personal discovery. Well, I have developed the perfect companion for you on your journey. My Plan to Recover journal is thoughtfully and specifically designed for the person looking to achieve long-term success in recovery while gaining personal insight, awareness, emotional intelligence, and spiritual integrity. The Plan to Recover journal will help you stay recovery-minded, practice your priorities, and build a healthy relationship with self and others 12 hours at a time. To preview and pre-order your copy today, visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash journal. That's www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash journal. And don't forget to get a PTR journal for a friend on their journey too. Direct Impact Nation will save 15% when you use the promo code IMPACT. That's promo code I-M-P-A-C-T. With the purchase of your PTR journal, you will become part of an exclusive community dedicated to recovery and self-discovery. Visit www.lightninginabottle.biz and let us take you from want to to willing and from willing to healing.
All right. So we are looking now at healthy routines. All right. So you've acknowledged and you've looked what are some unhealthy things. And now let's put in some healthy things. I'm a big proponent of journaling. And I want to talk about that a little bit today. I don't know how to take an inventory of my morning, my day, my evening, my week, my month, my quarter, and my year without effective journaling. I don't know how to truly set quarterly and annual goals for myself, for my self-care, for my mental health, for my business. I don't know how to do that without journaling. I'm just going to be 100% honest. So I am a big proponent of journaling. I have written a journal. I would love for y'all to check it out. It is called the Plan to Recover Journal and or PTR. And it is a, a, a great opportunity to identify goals and break those down into objectives and to really take a daily look at, you know, life, your life. And how are you showing up in that every morning, every day, every evening, and then forecasting for the next day moving forward. So it is an opportunity to not just pay attention to routines, but also to rituals because it is starting to give you a shift in just your, your beliefs and your mindset and your perceptions and the way that you approach not just the world and the people in it, but your day. How do you approach your day? So I really, I, I think if you're going to take inventory and you're really going to dive in and do the work, a journaling practice is a key part of that. At least it has been for me. And there's certain things that I do every morning in my routine. And I write that down and I basically log what parts of my routine was I able to implement today. And I do recommend that you identify a few things, maybe three, but nothing that's taking up more than 15, 20 minutes, because those are things that tend to like fall off. If you're not, you know, if, if it's too long, if it's unrealistic, if you're setting things that you just can't possibly maintain, um, please pull back on that. Like you just want to have a few things every morning that you do. So I'll give you a few of my morning things just to give you a you know, an example. So I do a devotional and prayer time every morning, and it takes me 15 to 20 minutes. And of course, the 15 to 20 minutes depends on if I wake up on time. So, you know, another really good AM practice um, is making the bed. There's a lot of research, a lot of studies behind that. So get up making the bed. Do you want to make that part of your practice? Uh, much less likely to get back in it if you're up making it. Um, and so I also have a vitamin ritual or practice. Um, so I wake up and I take my vitamins and I do my prayer and I do my devotional and I listen to a podcast and I take a walk. Those are the things that I try to implement in the morning time. And I say, try, I mean, I'm logging how many days I'm doing it and how many days I'm not doing it. And I can say, because I've kept them short, sweet, and realistic that I'm doing it a good, oh gosh, 265, you know, days out of the year, which is pretty good. It's not every day, but it's pretty good. Definitely during the weekdays. 
And I also do recommend that that look a little bit different on one day of the week. It doesn't have to be on Sunday, but for me it is. So I take time out on Sundays and I make sure that I'm logging that I'm not doing anything that day, but being, you know, contemplative and um, planning for the next day, planning for the week, getting my groceries, watering my plants, laying out things. It is my day of rest and preparation, okay? I really believe that every human being can benefit from a day of rest, rejuvenation, and preparation going into that next week, okay? But again, back to the AM part. Just put a few things on there that you want to implement, okay? So that's your AM routine. And then... You can journal that in the morning. So another one of my morning things is journaling. I journal in the a.m. and in the p.m. But I spend more time on it in the evening because I have more time in the evening. Okay, I'm a mom. I have two kiddos Um, during the school year. You know, we've got a lot going on in the morning, so I can't do anything more than that. Uh, But in the evening, I can take a little more care and put a little bit more attention into my journaling practice. But again, I don't ever want it to take the journaling part, more than 15 to 20 minutes. If we are trying to do anything more than that, we're going to wind up not doing it as many days out of the year as you had intended. So it's just important to keep it simple, silly, right? We know about that. We know about KISS. So let's keep it simple. In the evening, I like to record a few things. I like to record a victory for the day. I like to record a struggle for the day. So where was I victorious? Where did I struggle? What do I need to be aware of going into the next day? What do I need to be mindful of going into tomorrow? And what kind of affirmation would I like to give myself going into the next day? You know, this is the part where I, I look at my calendar for the next day and I go ahead and lay out what do I want that to look like? What do I need that day to look like? How do I want to show up? Um, do I want to wake up the next day with a I get to go to work attitude? Well, then what's the affirmation behind that? So those are that's what I call foreshadowing. So not only do I take inventory of that day in the evening, but I go ahead and I forecast (laughs) into the next day. And it's amazing how it actually winds up playing out. I mean, just taking time to sit in that, to shift your mindset and to say, hmm, how do I want to show up tomorrow? What is that going to look like? It gives you an opportunity to really kind of like imagine that, you know, do some guided imagery, place yourself into tomorrow and and claim that. You know, it's just like you're claiming that victory in advance for the next day because there is something that, (laughs) you know, is going to be amazing and within your reach that next day. And there's also going to be things like little landmines around that we need to be mindful of and be aware of. And if we're forecasting, you know, we have that opportunity to, you know, play the tape all the way through before we step into that day. So those are some things that I really do, you know, recommend that you put into your journaling practice. You know, the Plan to Recover journal has all of that built into it. um, And it also has the opportunity for you to log that PM routine. So journaling practice is also part of my PM routine. The other things that are part of the PM routine is just logging 
you know, did I consume 64 ounces of water? You know, did I listen to a podcast that day? Did I do my reading? Because I try to read a little bit of a book every day. So I'm just recording those things. And those are things that I decided to do at, you know, the beginning of the year because they help just every day push me forward to a place that I want to be. You know, there's so many things that I'm interested in. And if I read a little bit every evening, it allows me to kind of meet and achieve some of my goals and just to be the person that I want to be. Um, that's a big part of this. And it's a big part of why we want to pay attention to those downhill <laughs> unhealthy routines because they're taking you away ultimately from that person that you want to be. You know, those healthy routines, whether you, you know, log it, inventory it, or work through it in a journal or not, those healthy routines take you closer and closer and closer to the person that you want to be. You know, that is so important. But I will say, those are uphill. <laughs> they're not downhill, they're uphill. And so just like anybody who has started a body movement or exercise routine or, you know, really tried to dive in deep into their nutrition and do meal prep and planning and all of that, you'll find, yes, that is an uphill battle. <laughs> and guess why? This is what we said in the beginning. It's because you don't have those neural pathways built up and strengthened yet. Yet being the key word, they're just not there yet. But if you maintain this practice, it really helps to log it every day. You can get a plan to recover journal to help you do that. But it, yeah, either way, just log it every day. Are you getting a step closer, 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 closer? You know, it's so important to motivate yourself and empower yourself and encourage yourself, you know, every day because it is, it's an uphill battle. It is not easy to implement these new healthy routines and rituals but it is so worth it and it will help to shift your mindset and then you can truly have you know a, a life worth living where you wake up grateful and you get to go to work you get to be everything you want to be in this world you know with with love and care and compassion and gratitude in your heart you know like you know we're always going to have tough days but this will allow you just to have a good framework to operate off of so I hope that you will consider taking inventory of, you know, your current routines and rituals because we all have them. We're creatures of habit. Remember, we all have them. And then see where maybe you want to make some changes. Maybe you do want to add in a journaling practice to help you record that and you can monitor that those changes and you can really encourage yourself on a day to day basis. But journal or not, go ahead, take an honest look and see what you want to implement and put in a few healthy things. Because if you take something out, even if it's downhill, if you take that out, you've got to put something in, you know, it's so important. So that is what I ask of you this week. That is absolutely your call to action is just to inventory your routines and your rituals and see what tweaks or changes that you're willing to make this coming week. All right. Thanks, Direct Impact. Good luck. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact.
thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein.